So welcome to this neurotic tornado thing. It's been way too long. I have a whole list of excuses and apologies, but I'm just going to bypass that and just tell you what's going on now. This round, I am not with my wife. Let me try that again. My wife and I are still happily married, but I take the show on the road and visit with my friends Jackie and Bill. I've known Jackie for over 10 years. We met at a writing group 10 years ago or so, and we've been good friends ever since. She's published whole boatload of great stories and is working on a memoir called Kidless that I think is pretty incredible and I'd like to have a conversation with her about that another time. And Bill is a former firefighter and counselor and he's got a really cool perspective. One time when my wife and I went out with Jackie and Bill, they mentioned something interesting that quite a few couples had approached them for help with their marriage and emotional issues and it made me think what it would be like to talk to the two of them. In this first conversation, we talk about a writer's need for alone time. Jackie and I compare notes and Bill provides his perspective on it. Bill also makes kick-ass black bean brownies. Yeah. A writer's need for alone time in a relationship. I mean, how does you know, how's that work? How is that different because you're a writer? Well, see, and I think the thing for me, is I think that writing actually is a, like a kind of an excuse for needing alone time in a way. I mean, I think that it's I mean, it's, a, it's kind of a built-in thing that gives me the alone time because when I first met Bill, he was working as a firefighter, so he was gone every third night. For tw- he was 24 wow. on, 48 hours off. And so I knew every third day was my day and it wasn't that I wanted to be away from him it was just that I knew that there was a period of time where I didn't have to negotiate with someone else about what when do you want to eat what do you uh, yeah. do do you want to go to a movie what movie you know whatever it was that there was yes. just this it was my it was just my time and um, that to me oh. is one of the, the great appeals about being alone is um, is about kind of not I think that not looking out for someone else's needs or they have are they have you know right. I think and even if they're just in the area it, it enters into your consciousness yes. right like that uh-huh. do I need to ask them about what they're doing for dinner yes. or uh-huh. Um, uh-huh. Yeah. yeah yeah but in a way it kind of delayed it like stunted the uh, bill not the stunted your group but it like prevented you from having a hard discussion about alone time yes because it was because always you had it built in built in yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Oh. yeah. yeah there wasn't a need to discuss it because it was part of one third of our lives right yeah it was just a given now can can i get like if i got my wife sherry to work at the fire department can she take <laughs> the kids <laughs> yeah right for the, the one third yeah, on they have oh, some sorry. really good you know barco rangers and <laughs> okay sorry that's, that's not related to um a serious part okay but yeah so continue <laughs> so i think when when the writing came around I mean, it was always something for me that I struggled with. And then when Bill went off of working the the 24-hour shifts, I was pretty nervous about he's going to be around every day and what's that going to be like, which actually, in terms of our relationship, took a lot of tension out of it because when he was working those 24 or sometimes 48 hours, 
shifts, then the time we had together seemed like we need to be really get along because he's going to be gone for 24 or 48 hours if he worked a double. And so so it became easier. And she said, we, um, I wasn't even aware this issue was going on. I didn't know I had 24 hours to connect. I just I was going to work tomorrow. So. Well, it's funny because it is also a certain type of temperament also to like, like I, I remember for me when I jumped into her having a child in a joint custody situation, we had a little bit of like, when he was with us, every second was so precious. Yes. You know, we had to yeah. go get the best uh-huh. uh, ice cream and we had to have those special meals and play the board games, the best board games, and we had to focus. Mm-hmm. And then he was gone and we'd party or do our writing, whatever, and then he'd come back. But it was it was very jarring to me where Sherry was just thinking, ah, oh, this is this is life. This yeah. is how we do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but that would be I mean I think particularly like with yeah. a kid that would be the same thing, yeah. I think. Now hmm. would you say is Sherry also like in that whatever definition you use of it but like consider more of an introvert also yes that she she needs a lot see that was the difference i think for bill and i is that oh, i'm yeah. definitely fall in that introvert that i need alone time to recharge to refuel, yeah. and um bill fell into especially at that time i think you're more balanced but more of an extrovert so he really liked having contact yeah so you had to you hadn't at first had that conversation about uh-huh. how that worked between yeah. y'all or? it was really yeah. an eye-opener for me to appreciate um, um, if we go on vacation and, and have a busy vacation we would come home and we we're all tired for me what would give me energy would be to go to my family and be around a lot of people <laughs> and for Jackie no, I'm going to go home and go to bed and yeah. be alone on the way home he'd be like let's stop by and see mom and, like, and I, when I realized that it, we charged our batteries differently I mean I charged yeah. my batteries by being around people she charged hers by being alone um, it was a helpful thing to, to recognize because um, without that awareness, we were on these different paths, and um, that understanding was really critical for me to yeah. appreciate why she needed to be alone. Mm-hmm. That's how she charged. And so, when you had that conversation, did it did it just click with you like that? You felt like, oh, this is how it works, or I mean, did you still have to? Y'all have to learn how. It, to... it clicked for me pretty. I mean, I got it. I mean, I I got the difference, and I and I got why she needed that, and. And so it just made it easier for me. I didn't personalize it. Or... Sense of, it's hard to understand when you're just so hardwired a certain way and the other person yeah. is different. How to understand that's really different for them. And, they, and, and it's hard to hold that in your mind all the time, that difference. Um, yeah, it's like tough to fathom. Yeah. Like, uh-huh. You recharge at a party? At a party? Yeah. Really? <laughs> so... Around a group of people? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I think... The you know the bigger part, and I also felt, and it, not because of anything Bill did, but I've just always felt wrong about it. Like I should be different in that way, and I think that's true of a lot of people who have that chip. Is that it? You just feel like, gosh, there's something wrong. Yeah, it's with a failure that. that you have to hide out and yeah. be alone. To, yeah, 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 yeah. And it is funny because for me, writing, like even as hard as like. Like when I write and I just write straight and it hurts my body mm-hmm. to write in my mind, it's still in some form downtime because yes. I'm away from all these other things uh-huh. going on. It totally is. Yeah, I come I come back from those experiences feeling really, really refreshed. And mm-hmm. even though exactly what you say, like 
my yeah my physically it's hard I mean like sitting and writing for long periods of time is hard it's or, terrible yeah. on the body and uh-huh. mind yeah. or, or yeah. in some way uh-huh. uh, yeah but but it's it's it, I've gotten that time alone and I think that that's one of the things for me about writing that was so yeah. cool is um, and and it's interesting because I I pursued my master's in social work with the idea that I would do private practice at one point. That that was my, you know, at a certain point, that's what, this is before I started writing. And I realized that I, I felt, that felt alone in a completely different way that wasn't going to serve me. Because it was being with someone else and having out energy. Uh. But, but, you know, for private practice, it's not, you're not having sort of the, all the contact with other people. I don't know, it just really didn't fit for me at all. Where writing really gives me, you know, that just really, and, and it's so, I think it's the creative aspect of it. I feel less out of sorts when I have, when I get to write. And, um, I mean, you could probably tell, can you tell a difference when a period of time goes by that I haven't? Oh yeah, I mean, I, um, I think, well, it, it's funny. Um, I get back to the guilt thing, where um, you you almost have to justify why you need to be alone. Yeah, uh, well, right. I just been on this long vacation, or I've been up, you know, and and so you know, so you make excuses for the fact that you need to be alone. Um, and um, I think with Jackie, it was a learning for me that there was this creative energy that came from writing. There was this. Um, it's a way in which she charged her batteries, actually, from having that writing experience. And I, I think sometimes when when she didn't have that opportunity, um, she would be her energy would be a little bit down. And- how would that come off? Like, would it, how would that come off between y'all? Well, for me, I, I what I think is that I think I just feel cranky and just kind of a little bit irritable. Um, you know, just yeah, just edgy out of sorts I don't think that I'm as um, joyful or you weren't like throwing throwing wine glasses no, across the room no <laughs> I'm just kidding I, just I'm a few knives <laughs> no uh, what was helpful for me was when Jackie took the time to really in depth explain to me the joy of writing the joy of creating this sentence the joy of being gone for three or four hours and realizing that it has been three or four hours. Um, the more she did that, then the more I was able to appreciate, well, of course you're going to miss that. I mean, if you're having that incredible experience, of course you're going to miss that. And so that was really helpful for me to have it really explained to me what writing can mean to somebody. Yeah. Yeah. But beforehand, were you resentful or did it did it feel like, why are you trying to run away? Or, I mean, did it feel... Did it feel like a violation of in the relationship, or did it... I'm trying to... Um, well, I'll throw the ball to your court. Do you think that I was resentful before that awareness? You think, I, do you think I was different after the awareness? No, I don't know that you were resentful. I think that... I guess I felt like there was... You were hurt. Um, that... It, it always felt more like hurt. Like, or you were disappointed that... Um, I would want to be away from you. Hmm. Um, and particularly if I want to go away to write. Um, that that's a, you know, so that was a, you know, I think a, you know, kind of a harder thing even. I mean, around the house yeah. it would be when Bill retired, or, you know, for the most part. Um, and so I'd had like a couple days a week where I was alone in the house during the day. And um, 
so that you know this thing about writing where you you have the story in your head, but you also want to get up and have a banana or whatever. And so you want to go out into the kitchen, but you want to keep it in your head. Or maybe you want to go out and get the mail or go out into the yard or whatever for me. But you're still walking with it. But you're still walking with it. And so if you walk out and that other person's there and they say, hey, have you seen the uh, shoes that I wore two days ago that had the mud on them, that I put them, <laughs> and everything kind of you know, flies out of your head. And um, so I, for a while, I think that it, it was, I was just, you know, I would feel frustrated by that. Like just, um, and Bill would be, and so we would talk about it, and Bill would say, well, how about if you have like, you take a piece of paper and you put this sign out that says I'm writing don't you know yeah. have, it, have it put up somewhere and I said it's just different like I feel your presence in the house which is a really horrible thing to say I think because it's his home too yeah and you're saying this this person I love who you know I, I want to be exactly. with um, I don't want your presence for the moment I mean yeah. that's a very uh-huh. weird thing to yeah, it is really it is a really yeah. weird thing and I think yeah. that um, Bill is a very open hearted Particularly, I mean, I feel like with me, he just is, you know, incredibly open and loving with me, and um, and it felt really hard to say that because it's like you're like an asshole. Yes, exactly. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, that's that is that is fascinating, and it's tricky. You know, like I I had a a writing mentor who owned no kids and with roommates, and so uh, one thing he's done is he says he wears, I think he said he wears a special hat. <laughs> That's uh, cool. I mean, and you know, in situations where, you know, I think they didn't even have like, he didn't even have like an office or something. Uh-huh. So he has to be in the main area uh, with the roommates. And so he had a special hat and that hat meant don't, don't mess with me. And that concept makes perfect sense to me. But for me, I need more like physical and emotional space from other human beings. Mm. So for me, what I do is I get a Priceline Hotel. Now that we have kids in the house, like a Priceline Hotel, and I just go and hide in a hotel room sometimes to solve the issue because I don't want to be around people I know. And one of the things that you've told me about that is that you you don't always know exactly when you're going to need that time. So with your writing, there's a particular time where it's like I need a chunk of time Right. Yeah, yeah. For me, it, now especially where the time is so limited mm-hmm. uh, because of my, the the kid care stuff with the the day job stuff. It just so like I know like I'm getting to a point, especially with the novel. With with any writing, it's nice to have extra time, but like with the novel, like I'm building up and I'm like, oh, I've got this big, big messy thing I need to confront, and you know, so I save my vacation days uh-huh. for it, and I. I, I save money in the bank with Sherry as far not actual money, but um, time. You know, like she knows it's mm-hmm. sometimes coming, and then I realize, okay, now I'm going to work out that scene in the book, uh-huh. and I run off and do it. Wow, that's and and, and just you, to get like the most efficient yeah. time with it. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. yeah that's so cool. With the novel, especially the things come to me slowly, so mm-hmm. I can't write more than a, a scene a week or mm-hmm. work on more than a, a edit a few scenes a week. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So to, to that's use, so good to hear. I like hearing. Yeah, that. yeah. No, I can't. Do, mm-hmm. I'm really at, at that pace. So for me to make use of 72 straight hours, um, I have to have a like a big 
issue that I'm trying to tackle. Wow. I don't yeah. know. Do you do you you, you work that way with? So I wish I could say really how I work because it shifts so much over time. But I, I definitely need a big. I like to have a big chunk of time. I do my best work when I know I get to go have say forty eight hours or seventy two hours or whatever it is. That's when I've had the most. Ex- but I've also done some really cool stuff in a four hour chunk. And and you know yeah, as, right. as we're as we've been talking about this, there was one thought that flashed through my head that I. And it was about this guy who that you're talking about who has roommates who will just put on his special hat or whatever it is. Yeah. That I, I, you know, I think that sometimes people have super busy lives and really hectic lives. I mean, I hear of writers who do this. You know, they raising five kids and yeah. you know, they have 14 dogs and you know, a big house and a garden and all that. And they manage to write every morning from four yeah, to I, ten. I hate those people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so yeah, those so, stories to me like always. I just <laughs> I yeah. hate that. How do they like, I just get up at three a.m. Yeah. every day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's so easy. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> it's been interesting for me on, on two levels. One, um, as I'm aware, as Jackie explained her needs as a writer through the relationship, um, how it made it easier for me not to personalize, but to listen to two writers just go back and forth and, and be here listening. Um, it kind of reaffirms that there is. Um, you're both unique, but there is this commonality about writers where you do need, in various forms of ways, to get away and stuff. So to hear you, you the, uh, and Jackie discuss back and forth, it kind of validates it. Um, and the other thing I find interesting is that, um, as has been helpful for me with Jackie being a writer to explain her needs and to explain all that about it, I wonder what other areas in relationships, if we're missing opportunities to really sit down and explain. And if we have that, you know, we would understand the other person a lot better in that area of our relationship. And so so just talking about it in this one specific area, where else am I missing opportunities in a relationship to explain other things? It's it's kind of fascinating. Yeah, well, I mean, the thing I think is interesting about writing or anything where you're trying to scramble to do this crazy thing, Mm -hmm. like write a book. And there's other areas where that happens but it's cool because it kind of pushes things to a uncomfortable place where Mm -hmm. you have to figure out how to solve it Mm -hmm. and you know sometimes relationships get to that point in various ways but writing is a cool one where like sherry and i have to think through like i'm saying i'm sorry i've been an asshole for four days but it's because i can't get this scene figured out Mm -hmm. that i'm working on Mm -hmm. but i mean that happens in other areas too right but yeah Writing is one way that it pushes the relationship to this place where you have to figure it out. That's interesting because a couple of hours before you got here, Jackie was talking about her frustrations because there's this one scene she can't quite get right. Yeah. It's just been just yeah, driving her yeah. nuts. I said there's this chapter that I've, I've been working on for about three weeks. Well, you've heard part of it, but I, <clears throat> I'm, I'm, um, I keep thinking... Oh, I'm just going to sit down and it's going to, I'm going to, it's going to come together because that's usually what, you know, like I'll just, it'll be in my second attention enough that finally when I sit down, it'll really work. And um, I'm still really puzzling over it. It seems, it feels very critical. And I thought, well, why don't I just go ahead and write past it, which is not how I've worked on this project oh, at all. Why don't I just go past it? And I, I, I just feel like I have to get this because the other pieces won't, work you know what what comes after that is sort of contingent on understanding how this works and what i put in this and so um (laughs) 
I know it'll I know it'll it'll work out, but it's such a it's such a strange feeling to have this thing that you're. I mean, I'm sure that everyone who does any kind yeah. of craft or pro, you know, like an ongoing project that you're puzzling <laughs> over it. I mean, you you know, Bill has worked on a number of things in the last, particularly the last year since he quit his regular job. Um, but you do that in a lot of ways. I see you do that creative pro- process mm-hmm. where you're figuring out how you're going to build this or terrace that or mm-hmm. haul these rocks with one arm. You know, yeah. There are Damage points where we, we, we one gets stuck. Yeah. So I'll throw something to the both of you that, that was a little challenging and we've talked about it a little <laughs> bit earlier was, um, so as I'm trying to appreciate the need to be alone, I'm trying to appreciate that even if Jackie walks through the house and asks her about her shoes, that takes her out of being alone and then she tells me that she's going to go to this coffee shop and, and write for two hours and I'm thinking all these people in there and all this noise and distraction and that works for her, but me just being in the house doesn't. So can you explain <laughs> right. that phenomenon? Yeah, I mean, to me that makes so much sense. Because, <laughs> well, for me, because I am like, when my family's in the house, I'm emotionally connected yes. and invested okay. mm-hmm. in their worlds. Mm-hmm. So them walking around, like I think, well, my, my older son, he, uh, you know, he's looking for something. What is he looking for? He probably, it's that... Uh, it's it's that watch that I know is over there on on the sideboard that mm-hmm. he doesn't realize, yeah. uh, but that fucks me up with the writing uh-huh. stuff. Whereas, like when I'm at a coffee shop, I you know I don't care about anybody yeah. there, so it's like ambient noise, uh-huh. you know. Okay. It, it, so it works yeah. because I'm not emotionally connected to them, and like I need to have all my emotions in this project and not. And it's like when Sherry's walking around, I'm like, oh, we need to think about the babysitter that we need to have. You know, it's the, whatever baggage we have, I'm thinking about. But with the people at the rest at the cafe, it's different. I don't know. Is that, no, that's exactly. Yeah. I mean, I, I I could not add anything more to that. I think that's exactly what it is. It's about, you know, you yeah, we have a relationship, and you don't have a relationship with those people in the in the coffee shop. Yeah, it's wild. I mean, I, I'll go to the noisiest places to drink tea or. Uh, wine uh-huh. and uh, it's fine it yeah. can be noisy as hell uh, they could be playing Beastie Boys in the background <laughs> and whatever it, but it's just I'm not I'm not responsible for those things yes. or those people uh-huh. and uh, it, it's do. I mean it's not ideal but you know in yeah. this era I feel like close enough <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know? yeah it isn't ideal I mean I think because there's still all of that but it but it's it's you know it yeah. works it can work really well i think you do it a lot more than i do i just often i think i feel I'm like oh cafe, my god i have this house and various places where i could write here and there and i don't have a child running around i have you know a husband that is in and out um and and in, incredibly i mean i you know i just i feel like so silly even talking about it because i feel like he's so respectful and you know yeah you're on the on the extreme end of being sensitive to this stuff because mm-hmm. I know a lot of uh, the spouse. I was about to say the spice, the plural of spouse. <laughs> Spouses. Uh, I think I've had too many glasses of wine. But the uh, the the spouse of the writer. I mean, it, where it's a constant battle mm-hmm. of trying to get them to understand this weird thing and all the emotional and space mm-hmm. it requires. But, but I mean, there is something so. I mean, I think that it's. It took me a long time to really recognize how just how powerful that desire to 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 work to write and 
just to, you know, like when you really, really have a good writing day or a few hours or whatever it is, um, how powerful that was. And that, I mean, times where I've even thought, well, I'm just going to walk away from this. Why am I doing this? It's, you know, there's so many other things that people need in the world versus a book by me. Um, you know, that, and, and, but what happens when I try to turn away from it internally, that there's just something so, you know, something missing. And, yeah. um, and that's the part that condition. was yeah. really weird. I know really that feeling weird. completely. And it's not now, how, yeah. you've always wanted to write though, right? No. No, okay. Well, you know, I've always had this longing to create something that would affect somebody, mm-hmm. but it, it, it didn't click like that, the, the writing thing, until maybe 15 years ago. So, okay. So, I mean, 42, so... so yeah, but it, I mean, it was like past college, and yes, um, uh-huh. where I realized that oh, this writing thing is a way that uh-huh. I can connect with people emotionally. Uh-huh. Okay. So yeah, yeah for, for you it was well, it was I would say probably fourteen, thirteen years ago for me, okay. fifteen, maybe actually about fifteen years before. It wasn't probably that much before when we met at the writing table. No, uh-uh, not long yeah. before that. Um, maybe five years before that. Yeah, same with yeah. me. Yeah. But the other thing that I think that sort of under a lot of this is this, and this is just sort of that separate thing about relationships, is is that experience of comfort with being alone. We have a we have a friend, a cousin actually, who who spent some nights with us um, over the course of about six months. He was living somewhere else, and he would. Um, stay here a couple days a week while he he was finishing out his job here. And um, at the end of that six months, I said, so was there anything that surprised you about staying with us? Anything that you didn't know? That's a great question. (laughs) And he said, yeah, I thought you guys were a lot more busy than you are. (laughs) He said, because a lot of times we would like try to make plans with you guys and um, you weren't available. And I said, oh, that's because when I say that we're not available, doesn't mean that we're actually doing something with someone <laughs> else. It's because I've built in, you know, downtime. several nights a week for downtime, right. and that a lot Gosh, of times that's such a precious thing. Yeah, Our, Sherry and I constantly use the the phrase downtime over and over again in yeah. our like. How much time downtime do you need this week? Yeah, How much <laughs> yeah, yeah, and and that I think yeah. a lot of people don't make that happen they don't build that in as this and I've calendared you know I put, yeah. I put this into my calendar that you know that I'm going to have you know make sure that one it's time for Bill and I alone but also just for me selfishly it's also and not even that anymore what's happened with Bill and I is that I don't really need time away from him um, I used to feel like yeah I needed to have actual time away other than writing time alone um, but that I part of it for me was learning that I could be relaxed in his presence. Oh. Oh, that's interesting. And is that unrelated to writing? or Unrelated even related? to writing. Okay, right. Yeah. So you, in a way, you've learned how to have downtime with, with Bill. Bill. Yeah. Oh, oh. That's, yeah. That's cool. That I, I didn't have to be vigilant with him. You, you like you don't have to be on. On, exactly. Yeah, I, yeah. I totally. Yeah. Or, oh, that's he, cool. You know, does he need? Uh, does he want? You know, has everything? Every, okay. Yeah. You know, just that. And that was that. But you do have to wear your best clothes and all that. Right? That's how <laughs> I, I am with Sherry. Yeah. yeah. No, I just kidding. No, that's a great observation. I, I guess that makes sense. And, and that, it, yeah. Oh. There's a phenomenon where um, Jack and I can be in separate parts of the yard with the house between us. We can't see each other. 
but there is this connection that we're doing something together, the yard work. But you don't need to talk about it. You don't need to see the person. But you yeah. know you're, you're having the shared, shared common experience. experience yeah. So I have a question for you. Oh, yeah. Um, That's cool. That's good. That Jackie does kind of mark off, like Mondays and Tuesdays are, you know, I, I know that now. That's my writing days. Um, and then Wednesdays is the, you know, when you guys meet as a, as a group. What I find sometimes is I think Jackie deals with a little bit of guilt because I'll hear things like, well, you know, I, I'm going to lunch with my friend on Thursday, and then Friday I'm, I'm doing this thing. Like, I know I've already taken Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday off of the table, and now I'm feeling a little bit bad about maybe this Thursday lunch or this Friday thing. And she'll go, is that okay? She's always asking, is that okay? Is that okay? Do you deal with, with any of that issue about, like, um, being gone too much? Because yeah. Of Do you? And I think both Sherry and I both have this problem. So, I mean, we're constantly saying... Is that okay? Not only is that okay, we'll end up... Bo- both of us have different variations of this. Is that okay to ask? Ah. You know, yeah. and I, sometimes I'm actually mean to Sherry. Like, I, she, she, she could tell you too bad she's not here. But, <laughs> um, well, she'll say, is that okay to ask? And mm-hmm. I'll be mean about it. And it'll turn out... Like I mean, mean how? Like, I'll be, like, impatient. Like, of course, of course it is. Okay, and then, yeah, yeah. But, it, like, I'm mad because like, I, I, I don't like that she's... Of course it's okay to ask. She should have the right to ask. Uh-huh. And just because I don't like that, like, I have to do more kid care than I expected, uh-huh. doesn't mean she doesn't have the right to ask for it and have the right to have it. Uh-huh. I'm just grumpy because, you know, I, I didn't plan for it properly or something. But, like, that, of course uh-huh. you have the right to do that and uh-huh. put it on the table and even request it. Even to request too much, like to say, I know i taking Monday and Tuesday uh-huh. off. But now I'm asking for Thursday because mm-hmm. there's this thing I want mm-hmm. to do. Um, it's like I want to make sure we're both allowed to do that. Yeah. But it's not easy. Like, I mean, when we bring it up, you know, sometimes the other person doesn't love to hear it. But it's still fine to ask. And you, no one should be feeling guilty about it. And yeah, we're both cool. struggling with variations mm-hmm. of, like, the guilt mm-hmm. and the asking. But so, see, I think that's a really cool thing that... Yeah. The idea that asking, not being punished for asking in the same, you know, like... Yeah, right. That, that having an agreement that asking doesn't mean it is. It simply means I'm putting this out here that this is what I want. What You know, whatever it is, like... And the other person can say, no, what I really... Not no, you can't, but I really wanted to spend time with you. Yeah, right. And then you get to make a decision from there, but it's not all fraught with these hidden expectations like you should have known or what you know right right and the fact even if the other person doesn't love to hear it that's still okay Mm -hmm. you know say like I'm bummed because I thought we were going to go out on a date Mm -hmm. that's all an Mm -hmm. okay conversation but we're I think we're both a little bit stuck in like the guilt and you know we're constantly trying to unravel this Uh like okay I'm pissy because you're pissy because I'm pissy (laughs) because you're pissy because you asked if it's Uh okay to ask if I asked you know and so Uh sometimes we don't fully unravel that you know I I still dream for that ideal of like anything's okay to discuss and even a a disappointment is okay and no Mm -hmm. one should feel guilty well, that was one one thing we we took some classes one time, and where they really talked about this idea that if say if you say to Sherry, "Oh, I want to um, do this," and she says, "Well, I'm disappointed because I thought that we were going to do this," and then you say, "Oh, 
um, well, I do want to do that. What you, you know, okay, oh, never nice. mind. Well, um, is that coming from guilt or is that because she just gave you the information that that was really something that was important to her? Do you know what I mean? Do you know oh, what I'm wait, saying? Wait, tell so, me more about that. So, oh, so. Um, you help me out here. Yeah, sometimes it's of... like um, you don't want to have to tell the other person that you want something because if you have to tell them you want it, what you want is for them to know, yes. to read your mind and know that you shouldn't have to ask for something. If they loved me, they would exactly. blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah I, I yeah. go through that battle yeah. every day. Yeah. So the idea is, so what if you have to say it? And then yeah. you get what you want. Yeah. Because Sherry realizes, wow, this is really important to UV. Do you hear that, Sherry? <laughs> no, uh, uh, no. And yeah, so she right. shifts and goes, oh, okay, this is really important. And um, that changes how I feel about it. And it's not me acquiescing or giving up you know, what I want. It's just like, oh, it changed because I understood that this was really important. And trusting that. And that trusting that if you ask for what you want, that doesn't, you know, it's better than just waiting for the person to read your mind. Yeah. Well, and I used to, like, I mean, I used to be so dramatic about it. I mean, it was amazing to me how much I've changed just because we've been through dark periods yeah. and so forth. Because it used to be, like, if she didn't instinctually know, like, when I say, tell her this story, she can't look at her phone or look over at the window or, you know, <laughs> yeah. all these expectations I had. Mm -hmm. And it was like, when she did it, it was like, that's it. The relationship is worthless. She mm -hmm. she doesn't care about me. What am I doing here? And I would go off on this stuff. And now it seems so much easier to say, oh, this is a thing where I don't want you to look at your phone for something. Or yeah. or this is actually kind of meaningless little thing I want to tell you. You know, keep cleaning that that the that thing in your office uh -huh. while we while I tell you or yeah. this is important uh -huh. sit here and look at me uh -huh. uh, I couldn't like it, it took me so long like close maybe seven years of the relationship before I realized ask for it don't like don't expect her to instinctually know it yeah. and it doesn't mean anything bad uh -huh. that she doesn't she can't yeah. read my mind. Like, yeah. in fact, it's probably good that she can't. Uh -huh. uh, <laughs> and how cool it is if you ask for what you want and you get it. Yeah. I mean, that's, you yeah. know, there's that this saying that we, so. you know, have heard and use a lot about um, resentment is born. It comes from unmet expectations. Unrealistic. Unrealistic or unmet. Yeah. Whatever. If oh, you, yeah. You know, if, you have, if you have resentment, then it's looking at what, what, what was my expectation? Yeah. Um, and did I... Put that out there. Did I ask for what I yeah. wanted? It seems so obvious. It's uh -huh. silly to talk about, but it's, I know, it's, but it's not. So... Like I wasted so many, most of the uh -huh. years of my relationships yeah. um, with resentment yeah. for um, not actually just saying, hey, I, w I want you to look at me for this story and uh -huh. yeah. uh, because it's important. Uh -huh. One yeah, of the things that was, cool. was important for me, and this took me uh, years, like you said, Yui, was um, if... Jackie did have something going on on Thursday, and you know, I really was missing her, and I really would wish she'd be with me, uh, was to make it okay to ask, you know what, no, I would prefer that this Thursday we do something alone, but without having expectations 
that she was going to change her mind. What was the important thing was for me to step forward and say, no, this is what I want. And that was the important thing. Nice. Now, whether yeah. or not she agreed with me, you know, uh, wasn't what decided whether or not, but am I willing to step forward in the world and in my relationship with Jackie, ask for what I want without expectations I'm always going to get it. That was important. That took a long time because yeah. I had expectations. Well, if I tell her, she should know what's really important. She'll give it to me. So that that took a long struggle to know. It's yeah. the, it's the it's making it okay to ask, which is really important. Not whether or not you, you get right. what you want. Which I mean, which is tricky because yeah, it makes tricky. you uh, vulnerable yes. in a sense. You're admitting mm-hmm. uh, this. I mean, this was a thing for me. Is like I'm going to look like an idiot because she wants to go dancing with her girlfriends. And I, I just wanted to spend a night watching Buffy the Vampire Slayer with her. <laughs> and like to admit that yeah. is seemed so shameful, you know. Even if she still goes, yeah, it's uh-huh. like it's a scary place. Yeah. It seems like a scary place. It turned out it wasn't as horrible a place as it seemed, mm-hmm. you know, once you admit it. Yeah. yeah. The other person could say, oh, that's sweet and I want to do that. Can we do that on... Saturday instead mm-hmm. of Thursday, you know. So it's not as horrible, but it seemed like that's the death of me to admit right. that. And <laughs> so the yeah, challenge yeah. For, yeah. for Jack in that situation is then if I did say, "Well, no, I would like you to stay home with me this Thursday," then the challenge for Jackie would be if she really didn't want to to say, "Well, you're, I'm glad you told me what you wanted, and I appreciate it about you, but I am going to go off because it's really important to me." So that puts the ball back at her. Right. How honest can she be yeah. without getting guilt tripped about? Oh, I don't want to hurt his feelings, or he asked right. us. So that's, that's hard. Yeah, really hard, yeah, I both think. directions. Uh-huh. It's yes. complicated. Yeah. yeah, it is. Yeah, which is why I think really people should never be in relationship. No, no. <laughs> but I we should it, just be alone yeah. writing. <laughs> but I, I do think it is fascinating because it, it's a it's a lot of waters to navigate yes. uh-huh. and all this baggage from uh-huh. childhood uh-huh. issues that you know I don't understand at the time, but that are going on to work mm-hmm. that through. Yeah. You know, that was right. one of the, I think one really powerful thing for me about like the alone stuff was, um, growing up for me when I, when I was a kid that if I did my chores and I got, you know, like there oh. were certain things that I needed to do and I went above and beyond those, um, in terms of cleaning or whatever it was, right. I knew we were a, a very hectic, busy family. And I knew that if I did those things, I could disappear. And I could go off and read. I could go to my room. I would oh. be left alone. I would be left alone. And that's what I really liked. And so when I met Bill and you know, we were living together and I would, you know, clean up the house. Oh, the laundry, wow. You know, get all that stuff. It didn't stuff, work that and way. And <laughs> like really sort of exhaust myself doing that and think, ha, ah, now I can go sit down and read this book and relax. And he'd be like, ah, you want to go to a movie? You want to go do this? Let's go for a walk. Let's go see mom. Let's go, you know, whatever. And I'm just like, ah, no. I did my work. I did my work. I'm to be left alone now. Because in my childhood, if I was really good and followed all the rules and and wiped my plate off and stuff like that, then my reward was we could go visit some friends. We could go hang out with people. Yeah. Oh, that's fascinating. Yeah. So that's wow. what I was doing. So that really was my does show. Oh, yeah, yeah, it does. Yeah, yeah it really does. does. For yeah. me, I, you know, so I didn't think I was into, like, reading or writing. I mean, reading or writing wasn't so big for me as a kid, but what was in was it big for me was programming. So we had a computer. Like, we got, like, this Radio Shack color computer. And I, I kind of looked probably a spoiled suburban upbringing and so I had to do some things but not so much but for me it was just I could hide in my room because no one in the house gave a shit 
about programming. You know, I'd have a huh. magazine where I'd type in like this 30 page program or wow. make my own. Wow. Uh, but no one cared about it. So I was in there alone. I mean, the tricky thing for me was my stepson, when we got close, you know, he was seven years old at the time. And he is like so social, like he always wants to be around people. And that was complicated because he's a very sweet person. Mm -hmm. But like he didn't understand the rules of like, I'm doing my own thing. And I like, I'd be like, I'm just, I'm sorry, I'm just got to go to a cafe. And he's like, great, let's go. <laughs> and I'd be like, but I want to um, do some writing. He's like, yeah, I'll bring, I'll, can oh. I, I'll bring my iPad. And he would want to talk the whole time and show me stuff. And like, it was both like, he's very sweet and I'm going crazy. It's not working. Yeah. It's not working. Yeah. But it's like this method isn't working uh -huh. because he wants to hang out with me when I'm doing the thing Maybe. that no one's supposed to care yeah. about. Yeah, wow. Yeah, and I had to learn how to just say, you know, I need to be alone. Yeah. Even yeah. you being in the room is... Uh -huh. So, I mean, I had those challenges. So more. Whereas Sherry got it because uh -huh. she wants to be alone uh -huh. a lot. Yeah. 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 Anyway, that's kind of a different tangent. But, you know, in my childhood, it was more just no one cared about the thing I was uh -huh. doing. Huh. It's, it, it, whenever you say stuff like, just like that thing about programming, I mean, that's such a thing of the, the 80s, right? Yeah, it was a wild era, too, because uh -huh. programs, like, things were on such a smaller scale yeah. that, like, I, I subscribed to a magazine that had the programs in it. Oh, really? And so... You, you know, the program would be like 10 pages in a magazine and I'd type it up. I remember I, like I, it was this weird scenario where I say I had some allowance saved up and I paid my mom because she was a really fast typist to help me type oh, wow. it. Wow. Really? <laughs> There's this like so this cool. crazy, she's like, okay, you know, I'll charge you for it if you oh do it. God. And so she wow. would help me because my finger, like I, I would get worn out. And, uh -huh. But you know, wow. so it's just a weird era, like a small oh. era in technology, and That's and cool she knew story. how to type super fast, and I was still learning how to type at that rate. And See, this would be you got to put this in a story sometime. Yeah, That's it's a clear. weird, weird that. time and place. Well, what do you think about like how should what do you think if we were to like kind of close close off this? Okay. I mean, we don't necessarily need to have like mm -hmm. some Big. beautiful conclusion, but. It is interesting because the alone time, not all writers are introverts. Right. Yeah. But there, there, there are a lot of writers. I mean, I think we both fit into this realm where our writing time and our alone time overlap mm -hmm. and become our downtime. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it, like, I think, so Bill, you're more on, more of an extrovert, even mm -hmm. though maybe you kind of, I bet you kind of are in between. Yes. As it's I get older, I think as I've gotten older, I've appreciated more downtime. Downtime, actually, yeah. yeah. And Sherry is more of an introvert, I think, so we both get it. But, I mean, we still struggle with this balance because mm -hmm. we're both fighting for our own alone time and but trying to nurture. A raising a child and trying to nurture the relationship. Uh -huh. So we, you know, our struggles... Are, are, are present just mm -hmm. the same but what I mean for me like my alone time like I've I've given up my uh, non-writing alone time like mm -hmm. I've thrown that out the window and I've given up a lot of my reading time for the moment yeah I mean my reading point. time is mostly audiobooks now mm -hmm. because when I'm able to sit and read 
I'm like I'm trying to catch up on writing. Mm-hmm. So I yeah. use I use audio books to um, read when I'm not able to read yeah. or sit down. Uh-huh. Um, but I don't know. Like so, how has it evolved for you? Well, downtime well, alone. One of the things that is that I've learned that I'm not going to die if I don't get it. <laughs> that I really I've oh, learned that's, that's that a- I'm going to be okay. And that, that's and, a good one. I yeah, mean, it sounds yeah. absurd out loud, uh-huh. but it, right. it's it a real emotional crazy. feeling. Uh-huh. But yeah. yes, so, so yeah, it's very much like I know that I have enough energy. Um, I know that there's going to be enough time. Um, and uh, I know, I think a, a significant thing for me has changed is that I'm, I'm just less vigilant around people. That I've learned not, I mean, a part of that, oh, the bridge nice. was being that way with Bill, that I'm, I... Um, can be more peaceful um, with people than I was. I'm less caretaking. Um, yeah. I less have to. You You're know, not performing. Yeah, I'm not or, performing. Yeah. Um, Gosh, I still have that to learn. Yeah, that's I I, that's a bit. That. Well, you've got a few years behind me, so. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you know, I mean, just I think part of it's age too. I think that something shifted for me. Part of it was just being with Bill and learning that, and then. The other thing is, um, well, there was something else brilliant, but I can't think of what it nice. was. Nice, I'll edit it in afterwards. <laughs> For me, I come back to this phenomenon I talked a little bit earlier, is that we've put this frame around a long time, um, which is from a writer's perspective, um, and it's really helped me. I mean, it's, I, I think with the frame there, I've been able to focus on the nuances about why both of you need to, to write and and, and it helps me understand and appreciate it. And so, again, I'm wondering in what other areas of my relationship with Jackie, if we come up with a frame that we can put around that yeah, subject, yeah. We, I will be more successful in understanding and appreciating. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to look for opportunities to do that. That's good. That's yeah. a good point. I mean, and like I know, uh, I, without going into like a whole other three-hour tangent, uh, for Sherry and I, I know sexuality has been an aspect with like, how do we talk about the stuff? The yes. stuff that we love about, how it's going between us, and the stuff mm-hmm. that we need to work on. But that it's like all these things, like there's ways to talk about mm-hmm. it and think yeah. about it. And we have to talk more because I think that that's, yeah, I think yeah. that that's, that was the other piece of it for me, I think, is that that ability to, to talk about this stuff, to just, you know, take a deep breath and have the scary conversation. Um, yeah. And it becomes less and less scary because, especially when you know I'm not walking away and you're yeah. not walking away. That's, for me, that was a big one. Like, we're in it. Yeah. And for a while, I, like, faked feeling that way. Uh-huh. But it took me a certain amount of time before I'm like, we're in this. Yeah. This, this, might, this might get harder before it gets easier, uh-huh. but let's go through let's go this through it, yeah. discussion or uh-huh. situation. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and that helps because yeah. then you... You've um, taken some of the edge. The, you know, it's it's less of a test mm-hmm. and more of like let's work through mm-hmm. this. And in all um, the things, I mean, there's so many things. I mean, you yeah. know, honesty, money, sexuality. I think you know. I mean, just all those things. The ability to just really go, okay, let's. Yeah, and they can crumble a, a relationship that's yeah. not mature enough mm-hmm. to like yeah. be able to. Huh. Wow. Cool. Well, cool. This is fun. Well, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> thank you. No. Yeah, that was great. Let me ho- hopefully it recorded. Uh, so there you have it. Hope you enjoyed that conversation, and I'll check in with y'all soon. <laughs>